This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And... (laughs) We've had a day. Uh, We've had a day. We were going to do this earlier and Shelby wisely said, let's try to get some more facts and go from there. And facts we have gotten. Facts have... Uh, evolved since earlier today. We also, uh, by we, I mean I decided that Shelby needed a cooling down period of about four or five hours. I was uh, furious. Uh, so obviously, if you're listening to the podcast, oh, yeah. you know what happened today. Uh, Jed Fish, the head coach of Arizona football, decided to take the money and run, and he signed up with Washington today. He accepted a seven-year deal worth over seven and a half million dollars, I believe, off the top of my head, I didn't memorize it. But I think before we get into anything, let's just take people through the last forty-eight, really twenty-four hours, um, from our perspective and mm-hmm. based on things that we've heard. Mm-hmm. When Kalen DeBoer, when Nick Saban resigned, right, uh, retired. I said that multiple fan bases were about to be crushed because have their hearts broken. Obviously, Jed Fish wasn't going to Alabama, but you look at who Alabama's hiring and then who they're hiring and then who that school hiring. Like, unless Arizona hires a coordinator, it's going to crush the school itself, right? Um, the fact that it's going on in the middle of January is wild, but here we are. That's the new reality of college football. Um, I thought I tweeted that Jed in Washington would become a thing. Uh, my anticipation when I did that the day the job opened was not that Jed would necessarily leave for Washington, but I told Shelby, I, this is going to, people are going to mention Jed as a candidate. And he might leverage it for a better deal with Arizona. My initial thought was that Jed would use Washington to get his name out there. Um, fast forward, when would you say it started to get? Yesterday? Yeah, I don't think it's BS when, and there's a lot of BS coming out of Jed Fish's camp, but I don't think it was BS when the word was this moved pretty fast. From what I understand, uh, Saturday, um, Saturday afternoon, with Either the players, multiple four-star recruits were on campus at the time, mm-hmm. or they had already left. I believe there were some that were currently on the campus. 
Jed Fish interviewed with Washington. And prior to that, there's uh, confirmation of now his family member saying, we're not leaving. Yes. Shelby's just letting it out all out there. There was someone close to Jed that told multiple people that there was no real interest in Washington. Jed Fish was telling people there was no real interest in Washington. An hour later, Jed Fish interviewed for Washington. Now, Saturday night, I started to get word that multiple people who I trust very well believe that Jed was at top of the list, that he was very likely going to be the guy. Arizona's perspective, from what I understand, is that when confronting Jed about this, Jed continued to play down the possibility of him going to Washington to the point where Arizona didn't think it was a big deal, to the point where, and again, there's multiple sort. I, I understand there's two sides. Jed may say this didn't happen. I'm just saying from Arizona's perspective, what Arizona people are saying, is that Jed gave no indication that he was seriously considering Washington. Late last night, well not late, I got home and I pre-wrote my Jed is leaving article based on what I had heard from other people. I woke up this morning, Sunday morning, if you're listening to this on Monday, so I woke up Sunday morning and I don't know, I, my guess is it was his agent at work. There's, again, so fast forward when Jed gets hired, Pete Thamel puts out an article that Jed was always the guy, that there were no other second interviews, whatever. Based on information I had Sunday morning, I do not believe that to be true. I believe that Jed was second. I believe that the other guy that was first was Kansas coach Lance Leopold. So the hot name was Lance Leopold. Multiple people had reached out to me and said, hey, his name is starting to come back up. Some other people had said, hey, I still think it's Jed. Uh, a very good source had said, it's Jed. To the point where I was going to literally, I was thinking of breaking it. We had talked on the phone, me and the source. And the source said, I think we should hold off. And I said, okay, that's, I, I don't, I'm good. Whatever. <laughs> like, these aren't the type of stories, whatever. Um, Lance Leopold tweeted basically that he was staying. And what did you hear from across the house, Shelby? Jason said, fuck, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs> and... Uh, excuse our language, but that's what happened. And, uh, yeah, I was like, well, now I was like, who I, else is it now? Then someone reaches out to me and says, Hey, Sheer, I think Matt Campbell's still in the picture. I had not heard Matt Campbell at all. So I didn't believe that Matt Campbell was in the picture. I talked to another source and they said, dude, Arizona still kind of thinks he's staying like this morning. Yeah, like, as of this morning, Arizona Dave Hickey still Dave is thought... in Pullman, Washington. I actually think as we record this, they're on a plane back, thankfully. Um, and he is, you know, I don't want to say Arizona got caught with its pants down. I think Jed lied to a lot of people. Um, I don't. We'll get to that in a minute. And so, jokingly, I tweeted <laughs> that I was leaving the house. So, you're all welcome because it's like clockwork. Literally. And someone we know, I won't name. But a person in the Arizona hemisphere, is that the right word? Yeah. Said, uh, LOL, that, that's always the case. I literally went to the restroom, grabbed my keys, 
and my phone starts blowing up. At about 2.05. That Jed has taken the job. Then I get word from a player's parent that a team meeting has been called for 4.30. He is telling his staff at 4. Um, I literally, I'm not going to say who, but I told multiple parents that Jed was going to Washington. I was the one that told him, which, by the way, is an absolute shithole feeling. It's travesty. Um, it is not a good thing. Now, I don't know why, I, I guess the delay in the, Taking of the job in the meeting was to get kids at the meeting. Uh, it is MLK Day on Monday. There is a very large chunk of the team that is not on campus. There was no Zoom link. Um, the in-state kids were all pretty much had gone home. Um, I know Dick Dylan Tapley told me that he had gone home. He was at home when he found out. Uh, but he would talk to his position coach, Jordan Papal, whatever. And position coaches will, I believe... On Sunday, they started making phone calls to kids that weren't at the meeting. Um, I don't know what those phone calls sound like in this day and age, because generally speaking, you would assume that it's, hey, I think you should come with me to Washington. If they're good enough, and if they're not, it's, hey, go get them. You know, like, I don't know. what Those phone calls are very different than they used to be. Um, yes, yeah, so that is the players meeting itself. I guess we should go over that was a three minute meeting in which Jed went in front of everyone and basically say, look, I don't have much to say. I don't have a big rah-rah speech. I'm going to Washington. That was it. Peace. That was it. Uh, funny story is, uh, again, we're not naming names. Get a text from a friend who saw Jed at Bubby's Bagels. This morning. This morning at 8, or Sunday morning at 8.15 on the phone. And I'm thinking to myself, this son of a gun was probably buying bagels and juice and whatever he bought for the Washington AD. The Washington AD puts out a video of him arriving at Jed's house and signing the contract. It is very clear that Jed knew this morning, or at least knew before he had told people. Now, someone I trust on, this, on the coaching staff, I trust him very much. Shelby knows who it is. Um, I have a great relationship, said that this thing, it really started to pick up last night. They knew it was real last night, and it moved very fast after that. And, and I don't, I, I believe it. Uh, it. It was just very clear that Jed knew this morning when he was telling people he didn't know uh, that he knew. So that is how this whole thing played out. Now, I will say, we're going to get to Shelby's hotness in a minute. Uh, her hotness, that, well, yeah. Uh, the heat, the hotness. Um, I know a lot of people, and I'm sure Shelby wants to chime in, are very quick to blame Dave Hickey and Robbins. I will say it is a very bad look for Hickey, who's a great guy. He's a great guy. By all means, no one has anything just bad to say about him as a person. It is an awful look for Hickey to be in Pullman, Washington, when this is all going down. Could he have stopped it in Tucson? Absolutely not. Jed was going no matter where Dave was. But it is definitely a bad look for that plane to get stuck or there's rumors. Now, at the same time, if you're Dave, you're probably saying, look, on, what was the basketball game? Saturday? Yeah, On Saturday. Friday night, Jed was telling me he wasn't going anywhere. So I took him for his word, right? And so I'm getting on the plane, and I'm, I'm like I always am. I'm going with some boosters to Pullman. I didn't know the plane was going to have mechanical issues or whatever. Um, it is a bad look. I think the biggest thing... 
And I'm not excusing any of this from an Arizona administration standpoint. But I think the biggest thing that Dave is probably guilty of now is taking Jed at his word. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when Jed was hired, and I don't want to turn this into a Shelby Wolf, but I don't want to turn this into a, you know, we're going to bury this dude right now. Uh, well, we kind of are. But when Jed was hired, I had a, a, a friend who is basically an agent. And he's like, I'm telling you, this dude's going to be at Arizona for two years. And I was like, oh, no, he won't. He's like, sure, look at his job history. Like, basically, he said that the career trajectory is he stays at a place for two or three years. They find out who he really is. And then he goes to another spot. Two or three years, they find out who he is. And then he goes to another spot. There are multiple reasons why I think Jed left. Um, there are things that I heard throughout the season that I don't put out there. As you guys know, there's a lot that I hear that I don't put out. But something that kept coming up was that Jed had made promises that he could no longer keep. And a lot of that is NIL. And Jed overpromised. The NIL never allowed him to make those promises, but it was kind of coming to a head. That guys were kind of wondering where certain stuff was. From what I understand, Washington offered a substantial, substantial amount of NIL money. So Jed can probably make those promises and get away with it at Washington. At Arizona, it was coming to a head between the NIL collectives, Jed, and the players, and it was headed for a for a crash. A showdown. Right, where it was like, okay, you told me I was getting this, this, and this. Well, just wait. Give me till the summer. Give me till the spring. And the NIL collector was like, eh, that's that's not that's not how this works. Um, that is something that came up a few times. So part of me believes that Jed got out of Arizona before shit hit the fan, so to speak. Okay. I mean, uh, kind of smart. The biggest thing is, I don't mind Jed going on Jim Rome or the NFL shows or all that crap and saying he loves Arizona. That, that to me is whatever. I think the way that Jed handled this whole thing is, it's, it's hurtful. Like, I'll let Shelby, I'll let Shelby, Shelby I, I try to take a very even-keeled, because at the end of the day, like, I'm, I'm a busy dude right now. And I told Shelby, like, a lot of times after a loss, a basketball football loss, I'll be fine. You can ask her, I'll be fine the day of, like, nothing happened. And I'll wake up just pissed. And that's definitely what's going to happen tomorrow. Um, but Shelby, you take it, because that's, that's Oh, angry, angry is my forte? Yeah. Um, I think besides... The information that we know as far as the promises that Jed made to players and to parents that he was not going to be able to deliver on very soon. Um, I think the besides the, the hurtful thing is that he's a very smart marketing optics guy. He knew exactly what he was doing. So the fact that like he allowed the Washington AD in his home and then they posted the video of it in Tucson the day that he was leaving. I mean, like, just just like two sucker punches all at once. Like, it's very personal. Like, haha, like that's their slogan. Um, and it's it's crazy that he did that to a fan base that really bought into his whole spiel. Like, family and loyalty, and I'm gonna be here for a long time. Now it's different when he goes on Jim Rome. 
and says those things because he has to say those things. He's the head coach of Arizona. But, like, he really used that as his platform to recruit these kids and recruit the parents and the and the buy-in from them. Like, he had kids that turned down bigger NIL money. Like, he could have lost McMillan easily after this season. Like, this, he could have been gone. And those kids, you know, Fafita and the, the Polynesian families in particular were so bought in to those buzzwords that they turned down opportunities for him. And that's what pisses me off because... Remember, it was just two weeks ago? Yeah. That Noah Fafita was offered a million dollars from Ohio State. Yeah. And said no. Now, if he goes to Washington with, with Jed, which is a potentially... He'll probably get that million. He'll get but. that million. But the point is, is like at the time, like that's a big deal. You know, like I put my faith and my trust in you. And like you literally just dropped a bomb on everything. And here's... I was telling... I was raging about the Utah coach to Jason. Like Jed Fish multiple times throughout the season, especially when we played Utah. But even before that said that Kyle Whittingham was like the model program. Like Utah's consistency came from him not leaving. How many years has he been there in Utah? Years. How many years has he been offered more money? I guarantee you he's been offered really, really attractive packages from other teams over the years. And he said no. So if we've all bought into your you know, M.O. Jedfish, like this is who you are, then the first time a team comes knocking on your door, you leave like a $2 hooker? Like, yeah, people are fucking pissed at you. I told Shelby to try to limit it to one. Well, I said the F words earlier because that was quoting you. We're going to get fired. It's fine. Um, so anyway, I mean, like, like the feeling side of things, it doesn't feel good. And, like, at the end of the day, like, people are like, oh, well, thanks for the memories, Judd. And, oh, you left us, in, left us in a better position than we were. Not really. Like, not when all this is said and done and he takes all the players with him. But at the same time, like, isn't there a part of us, and, and kind of what I said before, and I'm not happy about this. What's the saying? Like, the wool was pulled over our eyes or whatever. Shouldn't we have seen this coming? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I don't we know. All, we didn't know Jed Fish before. Well, we all said, like, Jed was open. And I will say this. While saying that Jed wasn't taking Washington, he was also making it very known that if he didn't go to Washington, it was a matter of time. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Arizona knew. Like, I'm, I'm going to tell you all just straight up obvious. Like, no matter what, 
this next season was Jed's last season. Right. 100%. And, but, and I think your Arizona fans would have been okay with that because we would have had one that next full year at like a full complement, full strength, amazing quarterback, going into the Big 12 strong. You know, we finished the pre, like that one more year to prove it. You know, it's it's everyone is, is going through the stages of grief right now. Yeah. I, I mean, like, Shelby is, uh, Shelby is, Furious, and, and Shelby has a different perspective than I do because Shelby grew up here. She's used to all the lows and all the highs, and it's the same woman that uh, I say the happiest day is my kids and marrying her, and she goes, you're fourth. Uh, national championship is one through three, right? And then, so, like, I think for Arizona fans, do you remember, like, when Lane Kiffin was at Tennessee and, like, they ran him out of there? Like, when the, he the, he took another job. Like, this is that moment for Arizona. Like, they thought, football-wise, they had something good. That this, and, and even if it was another year. Michael, Luke, and I were on a show <laughs> a week ago saying Arizona was going to make the college football playoff. Like, holy shit. Like, we're at literally, and Jed Fish at the end of the Alamo Bowl was like 10-1. and one. All that, like, who doesn't want to join us? And I think part of it is the statement he released is BS. The fact that he released a statement and literally, and I've never seen anything like this. I really haven't. I would say three seconds. Refresh the page. He already had the Washington visor. You you really legitimately think that he never had any tie to Arizona. And he didn't. He didn't. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, I, I, it, and it's, it's a Jed thing because I actually like multiple assistant coaches. I, I think it's I, like, I, I don't think, I think it's unique to Jed. I have good relationships. I, I have a lot of respect, but Jed always, I mean, shit. I'll Jed's going to do Jed. I'll tell the story. I don't care. Do what, it. What do I care anymore? I, uh, I knew Johnny Nansen. <laughs> Should I? Whatever. Uh, I knew Johnny Nansen was leaving to Texas. I had heard it. Uh, I wrote the initial story that he was going to merge as a candidate. I went to a certain coach and I said, are you hearing? And I, I kind of hinted this at the message board. I, I was not, I wasn't yelled at or anything, but I wasn't treated very well. Right. Uh, the next day, John, and, and it was denied, but whatever. How could you report this? Blah, blah, blah. Nansen took the job the next day. A certain and coach. That moment, I was like, "Like, here's the deal. I, I've had very good relationships with either head coaches or head coaches in demand. Like Kevin Sumlin, I never talked to Kevin Sumlin. I'll be honest. But Kevin Sumlin's right-hand guy, I talked to all the time. We had a very good relationship. I went to him. He went to me. We were on the same page all the time. Mike Stoops, Rich Rod, I had a real relationship. I'll never forget Rich Rod, and this is how I knew Rich Rod was genuine. And I think I've told this story where Bo Boyster, who was an offensive lineman, tweeted something. And I went to Rich and I in the post-game interview and I said something and he screamed at me. Remember this? Mm -hmm. And it caught me completely off guard. I felt awful, even though I didn't do anything wrong. The next day, before practice, Rich sees me, comes all the way across the field, gives me a hug and says, Jason, I am so sorry I lost my temper on you. That was completely uncalled for. I am very like, and I said, you know what, man? Hey, 
So are you getting to the point where a certain coach, you're saying a certain coach lied to you? Yes. And so if you can put two and two together, who recently I, has lied to all of us? I've never had a coach straight up lie to her. I've had coaches ignore me. And I would rather someone ignore you than lie to you. I just feel like, you know, and look, I'm, at the end of the day, guys, and, and I'm and I'm serious when I say this, you're, we're all going to be okay. Right? We're all, you got, you know, we're going to be fine. Arizona football is going to be fine. It may take a, a little bit to get there, but if Jed showed anything, he showed that you can actually be successful here. For all the shit we give Jed, and, and, I, and I'm right there with you, he showed it is possible to win at Arizona. You just have to have a certain personality, be active in certain ways, NIL, all that. And be if, a liar. If the next... <laughs> If the next hire is done well, and we're not going to discuss candidates or anything on this podcast. Because we don't know any. like. Well, it's not that. I just don't want to combine. Muddy we'll the another, waters. Right. If the next hire is done well, there's no reason why another coach can't be successful. And the, it is much easier to rebuild a team with the transfer portal. But I will tell you this. It's going to get dark. It's going to get dark. I'm just going to say it right now. Jed is going to try to take the entire team starters. That he wants. That he wants. I can tell you. That there have already been multiple conversations between some staffers and players. And, uh, it, yeah, I mean, like, there's going to be, and, and I know you're going to ask, you'll say, your team Mac for Fita. I don't know. I don't know. But I will say that there's multiple players I've heard from. And I also say this uh, there are players that are heartbroken. You know, we went to dinner tonight and we ran into a certain starting offensive level. If you look at my Twitter, you know who it is. And, the player just said, I, I don't want to talk about football. Like, I just want to go to dinner. So, I, don't, uh, I know that Dylan Tapley told me he's staying, but he's in shock. Brandon Phelps is on a spaces right now on Twitter saying he doesn't know what to do. Most of these kids, especially the newcomers, have no idea what to do. They are blindsided. Rashawn Clark is in, 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 in Jordan Washington or at the Polynesian Bowl. And do I think Arizona signs Rashawn Clark now? Probably not. I think he goes to Washington. He's from the area. Really? Like, I, I just, like, so I'm telling you now, it's going to get dark. Now, your hope is that the new coach, whoever it is, can aggressively recruit the transfer portal. That's your hope. And then that's your, your saving grace. But uh, I'm just letting people know it's going to get worse. It really is. I, I just think it's, it's better to be. Be prepared for it to be worse. Anyway, back to the stages of grief now that I'm collected myself um i think the problem is is just that having the the rug ripped out from underneath you is the problem like i think arizona fans would have been okay if we would have had the fulfillment of that one more year and it will always haunt everyone probably forever that it, it never was realized so that's kind of <clears throat> Show me so why are you so emotional? Uh, it's because I'm with her. She looks in my eyes and she breaks down to tears. It could be joy. It could be why'd I marry this guy and get involved in this. She said this earlier. She says it once in a while. She's laughing now. Where it's like, why is everything in my life tied to Arizona sports? I was like, well, you, you, you screwed up and married me. Like, I'm sorry. Now I feel bad. And then, like, my phone, you can actually, like, my phone is literally insane. It's insane. And people are like, are you okay? Like, yeah, like, 
I'm usually not okay. Like, I usually freak out. And if you don't know, like, I have super bad anxiety. Like, it is a medical thing. Like, I take medicine for it. Like, it is a very real thing. And I think she'll be surprised at how calm I am. And part of it is because in the past 72 hours, I've had moments where I just realized that this has all been just bullshit. Like, it doesn't, like, Shelby has, this is getting a little philosophical, but we talk about this all the time. Shelby has much more faith in the human race than I do. So when people do bad things or they lie or they break her trust, she takes it much harder than I do. Where my approach is like, I don't, I don't trust mo most people. Like, I just assume the worst. And so I'm f when, when Kalen DeBoer left for Alabama, I pretty much started assuming the worst. There was a part where I told Shelby, no, no, we're fine. He's probably going to stay. And that literally changed like a half an hour later. And then once the Lance Lee, like once I started finding out that uh, like Jed was telling Dave Hickey one thing and my source is like, sheer, like I'm literally telling you, he took the job already. And yeah, like, he's a big liar. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like the AD goes sheer. Like I think this guy's being used because he's in Pullman and he's not on the ground. Well, and that's, <laughs> like, that's one thing that really bothers me. So let's let's turn the page because I can't keep talking about Jed at this moment. Um, I know Dave Hickey. He's, he's such an affable guy in person, but sometimes you, you can't have the nice person being your AD. And there's some really big missteps that have happened, not just in the past, but in, in this particular situation. And number one, the Washington AD today made Dave Hickey look awful. He flew to Tucson from the same area, ballpark, same area that Dave Hickey was stuck in. Why was Dave Hickey stuck in Pullman? He could have got another plane. He could have, heaven forbid, he fly first class, you know, and take a commercial flight. But, like, he didn't have to be stuck in Pullman. Like, he wasn't, he's not stuck, he's not tied to the basketball team. Like, he should have been here. He should, you know, and, and there's been other people that have been saying this. Now this is me getting angry. When we were at the ASU uh, football game, when Arizona won, I actually have video of this where Dave Hickey and Robbins were in like a really deep conversation. And I think I even tweeted jokingly, like they're talking about Jed Fish's contract extension. That was like November 27th, right? Like the day after Thanksgiving or the Saturday after Thanksgiving. When was that? 25th? Somewhere in there. Whatever the date was of that game. For what? For the, the ASU game? The ASU game. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. So what the frick are these two doing since that date? So like the fact that this wasn't treated with any sense of urgency. And then they wait for the Alamo Bowl. You know, like, oh, we're going to wait for the Alamo Bowl. There's a disparity between the way that Robbins and Hickey treat the football program versus the way they treat the basketball program. Now, I, I will say, and Shelby knows. I know it's a, a board it thing. Is, no, no, no. It is a very big he said, she said thing with the contract right now. Arizona is telling people that they had a contract that was pretty much just waiting to be signed. The border regents, the optics, all that. They kept telling Jed, just wait. Jed's camp is insinuating, whatever, that there's people around Jed that are insinuating that isn't the case and that there was never really an actual hard contract to sign and that it never got as much off the ground as Arizona would like you to believe. Uh, I'm not reporting which is which. I don't know. I'm not in the room. I'm just saying that this is a very he said, she said type of deal. 
The reality is, whether it was a contract or not, it doesn't matter because he left to Washington. And had he signed the contract... Washington could have bought him out. Washington, look, I don't know how much Jed's con... Like, who knows? Who knows? Because they, they bought him out just now for $5.5 million. I always said this with the NFL. People were like, well, we need to get that contract signed. If an NFL team wanted Jed, it would pay whatever money. Washington got $12 million from Kalen DeBoer's buyout. They only paid five and a half to Arizona. They don't care if there's a five and a half million buy. Now, Arizona has five and a half million to use. For a new coach and staff. There's only a $235 million shortfall, Sheldon. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, the point is, is that there, there's a real argument here. And I've, I've told Jason this too. As somebody who works in PR and marketing and in large scale events, they all go together in a certain degree. Arizona always seems to have, it's in particular the athletic department, not Arizona, the whole institution, the athletic department, Dave Heakey in particular, is always working off of his back foot. There's no, he's always reactionary. He's not proactive. And the, the PR that surrounds all of this is also always very, it's just old. It's, it's like by the time it's already happened and the time Arizona responds, it's old. It, it, it happened even right after Greg Byrne left. I mean, once again, I even joked today I had a tweet about Greg Byrne screwing Arizona over because obviously Greg Byrne hired Kalen DeBoer. But it's just, it's it's not a good pattern to be in. Like Arizona athletics needs to be more proactive in the way that they are, are responding to things. They've already got that planned because they knew that Jed was going to leave. Like even Dave's statement today was a little bit, Meh. I'm convinced that every statement from now on that comes from a coach or an AD is chat, whatever. Chat GPT. Um, yeah, one thing that made me laugh today is the from Jed's little, oh, I love Arizona, but I'm leaving thing. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, he boop. said Zona Zoo and he misspelled it. He had a space in between and the Zona Zoo official account actually corrected it. It was kind of funny. Um, I don't know. Life moves on i mean for from the jed's perspective i looked at i told jason like from jed's perspective this was masterfully done i mean he could he made a shitload of money today his kids are going to be set forever his grandkids god knows how many generations forward are going to live off the millions that he made um but it's one it's just that's what really 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 upsets me is all the kids and families that that bought into this whole narrative of loyalty and staying and consistency um i guarantee you kyle Whittingham has said no to large 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 chunks of money because he really walks the walk and talks the talk utah fans are lucky um and, and that's not it's not the norm it's unusual and we have to be able to steal ourselves and know that that it's it's not arizona fans want that because we are used to it because of loot and we have this like desire and this nostalgia and maybe we just need to have tougher skins and learn to, like, not care, I, I guess. I'd turn it off. but It's tough. And, again, I don't want to get too far into the hiring process. But you have your choice, right? I could hire a 35-year-old bomb-ass coach tomorrow. But guess what? We're doing this whole thing again in three, four years probably, right? Yeah. Or I can hire a guy that's a little older. And we'll be seven and five, but he's going to stay here for a while. So I don't want that seven and five and going to stay here. Or I want that ten and two and he's going to leave and it's going to be ugly. 
but maybe we can make another, you know what I mean? Like that's now where it is. And Whittingham, you mentioned, very unique. Like when you look around college football, Shelby, it is very, very unique. Like you look at the USA Today, I like to look it up, uh, coaching salaries for college football. Let me pull this up, right? And you take a look. Nick Saban was making 11-4. He's been there forever. Dabba's been there forever. Kirby Smart's going to be there. Uh, you know, Brian Kelly, LSU's going to be there. There's guys that are going to be at their job. But, like you, you, like, you look at others, and they're not going to be there very long. And it's, it's not necessarily because they got fired. Like, Kai Whittingham also, Shell, makes... $6.3 million with $1.2 million in bonuses. I mean, at the end, like, and what's crazy is Jed Fish in his contract, if that's the base, if, like, the 7-5 is the base, Washington just paid the 12th or 13th highest contract in college football for a coach who is 16-21. and 21. If Arizona hired a Jed Fish for that much money, people would lose their mind. And, like, it's just... The pro the college football is the haves and the have nots. And this is where this is college football. My boy Blake, shout out Blake, love you. Thanks for texting and making sure we're okay all day. Uh, <laughs> but like, he's right. Like, the reality is, you as a college football fan have to go into it and be like, I want us to be really good, but I know we're only going to be good for three years. So let's ride, baby. But we weren't good for three years. That's the problem. But, but. The best scenario for an Arizona school is probably a Rich Rod type coach where he's there for a pretty lengthy amount of time. You might have an off year, but you're making a bowl. And then every five years, you're making a run at the Pac-12 title. Because the reality is if you're Arizona. Or the Big 12 title. And, and you're in the financial situation, Arizona will never pay a head coach $7 million. Not, well, as an Arizona State employee, no. Right? And you'd never sign a coach to longer than a five-year deal. And the Arizona Board of Regents is the biggest C-block in the United States of America when it comes to college. Do you think SEC schools have a Board of Regents? Their Board of Regents is, they probably have a meeting and give you Coke and money. Like, I, I mean, it, it's, it's like, seriously. Board of Regents? Are you kidding me? And, and, and so it's like five-year deal? That's a big deal. That's another thing that I don't think gets enough attention for Jed when we're talking about leaving. And he's not going to be there seven years, but he's entitled to that money for seven years. Should he get fired or something? You know what I mean? No, I understand so the it's deal like, for Jed. No, no, no. I'm just saying overall for Arizona, it's there's going to be lows. And there's going to be highs. And ideally, you try to find a medium where there's more highs than lows. And don't hire a liar. That's what pisses me off. And that's what that's why everyone's upset. I get the business. I get the money. I get the NIL, the amount of money that Washington has. Like someone told us that there's like a, a lineman or someone that never even had any playing time on Washington this year. And he, he got $250,000. I mean... Yes, they've got money, and those kids work their asses off, and they're good, and they're talented. They need to, to get paid. That's cool. But what about the other kids that just want to get playing time, that put in the work, that have really good families, that bought into Jed Fish's narrative? Like, now we know. Like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So now we know. 
that if another coach comes in and says all those things, it's like, uh-huh, okay, cool, I get it. Um, that's why everyone is upset because he said those words and the first opportunity that he was tested, he failed. But, I mean, like, individually as a person, he, he won. That's, like, a lot of money. Good for you. And the other thing that pisses me off is we really love Seattle, so I can't be super mad that he's moving to Seattle. Dude, I think it is Blake's idea. It's the greatest idea ever. Try to find a way to convince Bill, Billy Napier that you're going to get fired, dude. That Florida schedule is wild. And and try to hire him so that way Florida opens up and there's nothing Jack can do about it. That'd be amazing because everybody knows. And that's another thing. If he'd had one more year at Arizona and then he went to Florida, cool. Go yeah. go live your dream job, I'm, dude. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you next year was 150% Jed's last year. Yeah, and that's that, If he that's lost, fine. he would have found a way to leave. And if he won, he would have found a way to leave very quickly. And you know what? He would have made the money. Like, he would have made this money or more depending – if the projections were correct, if Noah played all the games and there was no injuries and – Arizona was like, you know, a Big 12 title contender. Like, he would have made that money. Isn't it amazing? Like, we were talking about this with Jamino and the show and everything. How much, how fast the shine can be removed from a coach. This dude won the Alamo Bowl and went 10-3. and three. He's now lied to everyone, took the Washington job, and is going to gut Arizona's roster within a 72-hour period. And he has the nerve to release that statement saying, I loved Arizona. And... I thought Jed was really good at PR. That Washington video of uh, him signing the contract in his house. With is, the Arizona little is decoration right at the front door still. Horrific. So, you know, Amber, you should have maybe taken that down a little quicker. Um, yeah, it was awful. It was just absolutely, you know, like, I don't know if you guys watched it, but go watch uh, Michael Luke's live stream with Jason and, and Jamino because... Michael Luke watched that live for the first time. And like, my poor guy's face dropped. Poor Michael. We just, uh he's like a puppy. We just kicked the puppy. But look, like, we can analyze the shit out of Jedfish. The reality is that when we wake up tomorrow, we're turning the page. That's it. Like, we got to start talking candidates. We got to end. And I know, I can't say who yet, but Arizona has already had conversations with multiple candidates tonight. Yeah, they have to. It's got to go fast. Um, I think this thing is going to move relatively fast. From what I'm understanding, the goal, I'm not saying this is a guarantee, the goal is Thursday. I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona prepares to make the hire and brings them out Wednesday at the basketball game. I think this thing's going to move fast. It Isn't the basketball to. game odd this week? It's on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I was thinking about, too, that just makes us even a little more poignant is, you know, our last football recap podcast, which we did, like, not even a week ago, <laughs> which is hilarious, where we very specifically shouted out the players that stayed. The players that stayed after Sunderland completely screwed everyone over when he was fired. And they stayed, and they were able to, like, have that victory at the Alamo Bowl. Well, now we have players who have the option to stay. So, like, let's cross our fingers that they do and they get to have that path to success with the new coach because it's going to mean more when you have players who are in that position that went from the complete devastatingly low, hopefully to another high that we all get to experience together. Um, I'm going to get upset again. So I'm going to end right there for me till 
another day, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even though we're upset, even though today was probably one of the worst Arizona days I can remember in a very long time. Today was the worst day since the DeAndre Ayton bullshit. That for me yeah, personally. Pretty, I can I can tell you that for a fact. That was a bad day. Kevin Sumlin leaving. It's funny how coaching searches can change. But it was change. great because Kevin Sumlin no, no, was what, fired. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's wild before we close it, how coaching searches can feel so different. Like, when Ke- Kevin Sumlin was fired, I was so pumped to do a hot board. It was released. I was like, let's do it, baby. Woo! This is the first time in how long that an Arizona basketball coach, football, football. coach, no, any anything, yeah. has left because someone else wanted him. When was the last time? I mean, I guess in theory, someone... I, I remember seeing a tweet today and a couple of people said this. Like, it's a blessing. It's a good Larry thing. Larry Smith was probably the it's last one, right? It's a good thing that your coach is so good that other people want them. And it's like, I guess... I don't know. It just... It doesn't feel good. It feels like shit. But on that note, there will be a new coach of Arizona football in the near future. And it means that we have a whole new experiences to do together and new recruiting and new processes and new games and it just continues on and on and obviously no matter what we're all gonna bear down together oh honey uh one thing we're not gonna do a witty banter uh i decided i think there's two things we gotta remember number one that a lot of these guys on the team are kids feel really bad from their difficult situations i guess stay off their ass and let them Breathe a little bit. I And uh, also, thank you to everyone. Uh, as I tweeted, I've never been more proud to be a member of the Arizona community. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud of you guys today. So thank you. Hello, everyone. It's Mike Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets. <laughs>